0: Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing.
1: As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David
0: Oluwadara. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, it says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. He prayed for the Ephesian church. That they will know the hope of his calling. They will know the expectation of God for them. They will know what God desires for them. The kind of life that God desires for them. That they will know the riches of the glory of his inheritance. They will know the power of God towards them. He prayed earnestly that their eyes would be opened. It means that for you to see it is not ordinary. Not everybody will see it, but those who cry to the Lord and say, open my eyes so that I will know the reason why you chose me. The reason why I'm a Christian. The reason why I'm alive. Why is my life being preserved? Is it not to serve you? Your life is being preserved, brothers and sisters, to serve God. Your life is not being preserved so that you can... Uh, get more degrees, get more money so that you can build more house or, or buy a house or get married, you know, or have children. Your life is being preserved to serve God. Let me say that again. Your life is not being preserved so that you can get married. Your life is not being preserved so that you can have more degrees or you can, you know, be promoted at your job. No. Your life is being preserved so that you can serve God. That's why your life is being preserved. So he said, holy brethren, Partakers of the heavenly calling. Our calling is heavenly. Our calling is up high. Our calling is upscale. Our calling is upward. Our calling is higher standard. Our calling is higher grand. You have been summoned to come up higher. To do better. To be better. A better person for a better place. Therefore brethren. Therefore holy brethren. Partakers of the heavenly calling. You are not ordinary people. You are special people. Holy people. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Not an earthly calling. Your vision is heavenly. Your mission is earthly. Your vision is heavenly. Your mission is earthly. Set your eyes on things above where Christ is seated. Ascend to advance. That's what the scripture, that's what the Lord is talking to us on. Ascend to advance. Go upward to go forward. Look upward to leap forward. Push upward to press forward. Push upward to press forward. Link up with heaven in order to fulfill the purpose of God on earth. Link up with heaven so that you can fulfill your God-giving purpose on earth. If not, you would have lived your life on earth in vanity. There are many reasons you need to ascend to advance. Why do you need to ascend to advance? Why do you need to ascend before advancing, before progressing? Why do you need to link up with God? Why do you need to pray, you know, before you move? Why do you need to pray before you progress? Why do you need to link up with heaven before you advance on earth? Why do you need to pray before you say, I want to get married? Why do you need to pray before you choose that next thing that you want to do? Why do you need to pray before you travel? Why do you need to pray before you move to another city? Why do you need to pray before you move to another town? Why do you need to pray before Why do you need to ascend to advance? Why do you need to go upward to go forward? Why do you need to look upward? to look to leap forward do you need to push upward to press forward there are many reasons the first reason here is is the divine principle and pattern in the scriptures ascend to advance is the divine principle and pattern or you can call it a divine principle and pattern in the scriptures jesus preached and practiced it jesus preached and practiced it This is so evidently shown when we link Matthew 6, 9 to 13 with Matthew 6, 23 to 34. And we're going to look at that very quickly. Matthew 6, 9 to 13 compared with Matthew 6, 23 to 34. In Matthew 6, 9 to 13, Jesus Christ said, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. If you compare that with Matthew 6, if you just read verse 25, it says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat Or what you will drink. nor about your body. What you will put on. It's not life more than food. And the body more than clothing. Then verse 3. Verse 33 says. But seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about his own things. Sufficient for the day is his own trouble. What is the connection? or What are the connections? Between these two sections of the scriptures? You will see that Jesus Christ gave uh, a pattern or, you know, a template for prayers to, to the disciples. gave them a template of prayer. And he says, in this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. The first thing is his kingdom. First thing is his kingdom. Your kingdom come. It's not About you is about him. So the first thing is his kingdom. So seek first the kingdom of God. He says in verse 33. So you see the link. Verse 33 with verses 9 and 10. This is how you pray. Let this be your desire. Let your desire be on God. Let your desire be on heaven. Set your mind on things above. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Looking at verses 9 and 10. Then going to verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. If you look at these very closely with the eyes of the spirit. And with scriptures in the background in the drop. No, um in the background of your, of your mind, of your heart, you will understand that this place is not talking about um, rice and beans. It's not talking about burger. It's not talking about give me money, give me food. It's not talking about give me this day my food to eat. It's talking about give me your word, the word of God, your daily bread. Amen. Everyday bread. Not your two-day bread. Not your three-day bread, but bread for each day. It says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God shall man live. Man shall not live by bread alone. Man cannot live by bread alone but man can live will live by the word of God alone because the word of God will give you everything that you need. So again if you look with the eyes of the spirit, with the eyes of God, with insight, on a spiritual eyes, a spiritual insight, you will actually understand that Matthew 6:11 is saying, Give us this day our daily bread, give me a word for today. Give me a word for today. Joshua is not saying, you know, he's not teaching them to pray for food, he's not teaching them to seek for food. Remember, he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things will be added to you. In fact, the the understanding here. Is that the only thing you seek is the kingdom of God. Because the Lord already knows that we're going to be running around. We're already running around for things. So he wants to shift our attention from things to himself. So it's not seek for the kingdom of God. And then seek for food. Seek for water. Seek for this. Seek for that. And of course I'm not saying to you... That you just sleep in the house of God day and night. Don't do anything else. Don't go to school. No, don't do any work. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not what the scripture is saying. But the scripture is saying to you, the only thing that is important, just like Jesus Christ said to to Martha, He said, the one thing that is important is to hear my word. Amen. If we can hear the word of God, if we can receive the word of God. The word of God will instruct us as to what to do, as to where to go, as to how to do it. Hallelujah. The scripture says the preparation of the heart is a man. I believe that's Proverbs chapter 16. I believe the the preparation of the heart is a man. The answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Let God prepare you as you pray about that thing. About that thing. Let God prepare your heart. Then The answer comes from the mouth of the Lord. You begin to feel toward it. You begin to to think about what God wants you to do because you have prayed about it. So you see the connections between Matthew 16, 9 to 13 and Matthew 6, 23 to 34. Seek forth the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. That's talking about relationships. Your relationships with people. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. As we forgive our neighbors. That's talking about relationship. In fact, the true joy is Joy. True joy is Joy. Joy. Jesus others than yourself. Amen. That's true joy jesus others yourself the kingdom of god first others second you come last if that is the pattern of your life you will do well in this world in the name of jesus